0: You're listening to the tidy revival podcast, where we explore the stories and emotions behind cluttering and home organization. I'm your host, Carly Adams. I'm a home organizer, speaker, community creator, and owner of tidy revival. Now this is the time where I remind you that this is a podcast, not for little ears, if your kiddos are in the room, please pause. Now our podcast has an explicit rating. We're going deep on this show. We're going through your shit Well, we're going through your shit. Now let's get started. Welcome to the Tidy Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Carly Adams. And today I am so excited to bring you a conversation with one of my dear friends. She is also an amazing self-care coach. I'm going to read her bio in a second and she is a student in the Clutter Free Home process. We have worked together extensively, meaning I have worked with her, she has worked with me. I have nothing but wonderful things to say about this woman. She's one of my favorite humans. No pressure, Tammy. Tammy Hackbarth is the 100% guilt-free self-care coach. She works with professionals who want to get their time and energy back so they can create the world they want to live in. She believes hundred percent guilt-free self-care is the answer to creating your dream life. She brings a philosophy of self-compassion, kindness, and humor to her work. Tammy is a voracious reader and lifelong learner. And I have to say before I let her say anything that she has really changed my life and business and helped take me from getting to the very, very brink of burnout and giving me the tools to move towards a more balanced life. So thank you so much. And welcome Tammy. Hi, thanks. I'm so happy to be here with you. I am so happy that you're here too. I will plug your podcast before we even get started, but she has an amazing podcast called hundred percent guilt-free self-care with Tammy Hockbarth. And I have been a guest a couple of times. So I'm very excited to have you on my podcast. Thank you.
1: I've been waiting for years for you to start one. So I'm happy to be here just
0: waiting Um, for my invitation. You know, as soon as the podcast was getting started, that yours was one of the very first invitations. Absolutely. hundred percent. So let's just dive into it because today we are going to be talking about the benefits of decluttering. And because Tammy is a self-care coach and because we have worked together so extensively, I really wanted to dig into this with her because she sees this as a need frequently in the work that she does too. So we'll just jump on in. How do you feel the decluttering and organization play into self-care? I mean,
1: how doesn't it really? There's so many ways that I could look at this. So the first is decision fatigue is a real thing. So tons of people come to me because they're like, I am overwhelmed. I bet that's why they come to you too. I'm super tired. I bet that's why they come to you too. I can't find anything. I'm such a hot mess. I'm so disorganized. If I could just get my shit together, everything would be great. I'm like, well, you have your inside shit, but you also have your outside shit. Let me introduce you to my friend, Carly. She will help you go through your outside shit. I'll help you go through your inside shit. So they go together because what do we call clutter? Deferred decisions.
0: Mm -hmm. What (laughs) do we call your program?
1: Deferred maintenance, right? Because we're just putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, and what happens? Just like when you're like, "I'm going to go read that thing on the internet," leave the tab open, and you do that three hundred times, Uh your computer's limping along. It is. It's like I can't do any more. Well, guess what, friends? Your brain exactly the same. Part of the reason why we're so tired is because we have too much stuff. We've said yes either actively or passively to too much stuff. So the work that we do, even though you're working in like the outside, the physical realm, but I'm doing the same thing on the inside. Like I'm helping people declutter their schedule, declutter their thoughts to let go of stuff that doesn't work for them or that, are you ready for this? Was a lie to begin with. Ooh, can you give an example? Self-care selfish. Bye. Not true. Not true, because I will tell you, you know what, really is the thing. It's kind of how the patriarchy is keeping us all down and is by keeping us all tired. We can't disrupt the ingest world when we are tired from Mm -hmm. doing all the things or having too much stuff, Mm -hmm. right? And one of the things that we say a lot in my house is too much of a good thing is still too much.
0: Oh my gosh. I say a lot that clutter, even though it's a thing that you find helpful is still clutter. It's like when you have Costco, you can't put away all the Costco and then you just have Costco piling up and it feels stressful, even though, you know, you're going to use it. It's too much. If it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit.
1: Exactly. Our brains, like our human brains are like single processor computers. huh. Like I can only do one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. And so you choose how we're going to use our bandwidth. But you looking at that Costco pile of toilet paper, that yes, it's never going to go bad. But is that how you want to spend your bandwidth? Mm -hmm. Is looking at extra stuff or doing extra stuff?
0: The fatigue, though, one of the reasons, and I talk about this a lot, I swear this is quick. A quick aside one of the reasons that I do a capsule wardrobe now is because I used to spend so much time and energy getting ready in the morning, like a lot of time. And now I pick out an outfit and I, put it on. I'm ready to go like most days, less than five minutes. And it's because what's in front of me is good for this season. It fits. I know I like it and I can move forward with my day instead of having a closet full of ill fitting, only bought it because it was $7. Couldn't decide if I hated it or not. Still took it home, put it on 20 times, have never worn it still in my closet. Won't get rid of it. And it's that times a hundred and it's just overflowing because your brain still has to say yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no to everything. So if you just have a smaller selection that are all yeses, your brain doesn't have to compute that.
1: It's funny. You said it in my bio. I read a lot. And so recently I read a book about not bandwidth. That's that other thing. Everybody wants more of willpower. Everybody wants more willpower. If I just had more willpower and I'm like, check it out. When you wake up in the morning after eight restful hours or seven or nine or 20 or whatever, however many hours it takes for you to feel restful, when you open your beautiful eyes for the very first time, your willpower cup runneth over. That's why everyone can eat a healthy breakfast unless you're hungover, in which case see earlier comment about being well-rested, right? (laughs) but it diminishes quickly. So as you go through the day, that's why people are up shoveling fistfuls of Oreos in their maw at 10 o'clock at night because yep. they're overtired. They used up all their willpower at like noon. And they're like, I just fall apart at the end of the day. Yeah, no shit. Because we you all do. The, exactly. You run out mm-hmm. of the thing that you needed to make the decisions that you want. It's so funny recently, because my husband is a teacher and I have a student and I'm a super introvert, there's times in the summer where I'm like, okay, you know what? Everyone needs to stop talking to me. And that happened the other day at breakfast. My kid probably asked me 15 questions before I had put a single morsel of food in my mouth. And I was like, oh, raise your hand if you figured out why you're so irritable already. And it was because I was like, you are stealing all my decisions for the day. It's 7.15 in the morning. Stop asking me questions. So what does it have to do with self-care? Everything. <laughs> because yeah. what do we want to do? We want to do less, better. And not better so we can be more part of the capitalist, get all the things. No, I want to do less things, have less things that are princess of the pea, perfect, just right size job, yep. just right size house. I want to be Goldilocks. And that's what a capsule wardrobe does. It makes you super intentional. One time you make all those decisions once, and then you reap the benefits of that
0: over and over. I will say that since I do it seasonally, I switch things out four times a year. But because seasons change and the clothes won't work, what that means is that I am making decisions faster. It doesn't feel like this overwhelming thing. It's more like, oh, today is the day that I'm going to switch out my wardrobe, and then I can make decisions like, am I over this? That's fine. I love shopping and thrifting, but not all the time, being more intentional. So I don't want to just bring something home willy nilly. I want to know that I'm really going to like it and that I'm going to want to wear it. It just allows you to be more thoughtful about the decisions and more discerning because you don't want to declutter it in six months. Or
1: you don't want to look at it over and over and over. One of the things I've learned over the last number of years is, and I hear this a lot from everyone, not clients, friends, everyone, is that a lot of us grew up with parents from the depression or grandparents, they lived in the depression. So there was a lot of, it's good enough. It's close enough. So you have like 20 things that are almost right. But then when you get the one thing that is perfect, you're like, Ooh, I don't have to do anything else.
0: Yeah. That's why we talk so much about decluttering first and then figuring out your solutions because you're not going to be choosing from a bunch of bins that you brought home from the store randomly because they were cute and maybe they'll work in the space, but it's more like, what problem am I trying to solve for this specific space? What are the measurements? let's find a great solution. And then I don't have a bunch of extra bins as clutter. Now I just have the thing that fits wonderfully for this space and makes me happy every day because it's the solution.
1: I have to say though, I have many bins that I was like, I'm going to make these work. So many bins, but you were like, what if we had ranking of which bins would be like just the perfect bins. And I was like, does that even exist? And you're like, what about this? You had these great questions to discern which ones would go. And I was like, and now what did we figure out? I'm a no lid or opaque labeled bin on pretty much every shelf. Who knew? Who knew that a lid was going to ruin my goddamn life? I did. (laughs) and I know you did, exactly. (laughs) So your area of expertise, this is why you hire a professional because you- have a depth of knowledge that I don't have. And I have the depth of knowledge about self-care practices. I'm a yoga teacher. I've been practicing yoga for 25 years, like all of these things. And so I bring that depth, but I'm also, and we nerd out on this about decluttering time and Mm -hmm. energy and space in the calendar, because what do we love? No, (laughs) it's our favorite. Somebody just went, you love no.
0: Yes. Love it. We love no best friends,
1: best Mm -hmm. friends, being best friends with no will legit change your life.
0: I'm going to backtrack for two seconds, just in case someone at home is saying, wait, 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 are you telling me to never reuse anything at my house that I already have? No, I am not saying that Mm -hmm. if you're decluttering at home and you already have a bunch of supplies and you want to use those up, that's fine. What I am saying is that if you're going to start an organizing project, begin with decluttering. Don't begin at the store hoping those solutions will work. If you don't have the bins yet, just leave it until you've decluttered a space, figure out what problem you're trying to solve. Then you can solve it most effectively. That's my one little caveat before I move oh, forward.
1: Wait, I have a self-care caveat. And Love. that is if you're spending a lot of money on it, you probably don't need it. Mm. Right? Because I would say for people to start with decluttering your mindset, I would say start saying no, which is decluttering your schedule. I would say start setting boundaries. All of those things are free. They're just the hard things. You know what's easy?
0: Shopping. Shopping. Based on the latest container store ad, No shade to container store, you know I love you. See you oh. next week
1: totally. And also maybe they should be a sponsor because yeah. Woo. All right. We just both had a moment.
0: (laughs) Hey, hon. Are you looking to jumpstart your organization? Check out my free printable decluttering guide to give you inspiration on where to start. Just head to tidyrevival.com forward slash guide to get started. We worked extensively together for the first time in 2019. So pre-pandemic and for the folks at home, we've talked about this before too. This is not a Tammy ambush, but you worked with me for six months decluttering in your home. I worked with you for six months going through your coaching program. So we really got to know each other's processes intimately in talking about your space. Since that happened in 2019, then in 2020, some things changed in your life slash the whole world. And there were some tweaks that you made. Let's talk about how you've tweaked your space to fit your needs over the last couple of years. As
1: you said, we got our house like top ship shop shape. Like it was the best. If you're going to go into a global pandemic, you should definitely declutter with Carly for six months in your house because (laughs) everything's gone. It was like, oh, I'm glad this didn't happen before we decluttered. But don't worry. We tried to fill our space right back up. Remember at the beginning, you couldn't get rid of anything. And everyone's like, I guess we're all going to be swimming in... Grocery bags. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Everyone's got the, because nobody could use reusable. That being said, because we lived in our space so extensively for like a year, really, we were all home. What I figured out is, oh, that thing that we did together, right? I Mm. lived with it and was like, okay, now that all the clutter is gone, now we just, you know, have our COVID bags, but Now that all the clutter is gone and stuff has gone in a certain way, I'm like, what's still bugging me? Then I could make teeny tiny tweaks. I can't tell you. I think I'm on the fourth place for spices in my kitchen. And now I love them. Oh my God. Now I love them.
0: Where are they now?
1: They're in a drawer, not in a skinny drawer. They're in a big drawer because I have a lot of spices. Then that space where the spices were on the cabinet, then they got moved down, then that cabinet is open. I was like, Oh, this is if you give a mouse a cookie in a good way, a little touch with situation. Again, something that I learned from you is I don't ever want to have to move something to get something. And I certainly don't want to move something to put something back going through each of the spaces as we were using them. I could say, Oh, this doesn't work. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. At the beginning of COVID, we had to make all of our spaces work differently. We had to set up a classroom for my teacher has, which mm-hmm. was mostly him taking over my office and doing it wrong still working on putting it all back but we also had to create a covid dining room s- school situation cuz my kid was at home for 626 days so mm-hmm. then we had to come up with that situation and that changed but it's evolved again but i will say i used to get stuck and now i don't get stuck anymore for two reasons one i know that decluttering organization home care maintenance all that stuff is exactly self-care. How do we talk about self-care from today until you're dead? Everything's done in 20 minute spurts from now until forever. I cause my own suffering when I refuse to believe that that is true. (laughs) Like I want it to rain today. I'm not in charge of that much. Like I'm not in charge of brushing my teeth, all the things that you're like, you just do guess what? Just add 20 minutes of decluttering into your, everybody's schedule that lives in your home and suddenly you'd be like, okay, from now until forever. But then also you taught me to say, okay, well, what's bugging me in this space? Make a little tweak. That whole idea of this experiment, right? So that's what we do in self-care too. It's like, well, what would happen if I walked four days a week for 20 minutes for 30 days? Don't give up after three and be like, that's terrible. Do it for the 30, get all your data points. And then you can tweak what isn't working versus being like, well, everything has to start over. I had stories about how I was not an organized person. And Mm -hmm. I had stories about like how other people could get their shit together, but I couldn't. And what I learned is there's people who spend time on this doing the daily slog. And then there's people who don't. And there's a choice there. When I do the daily slog, not surprisingly, way less cluttered. When I don't, I'm like, oh my God, who's in charge around here? How did it get so cluttery so fast? You get a tummy ache if you don't plan your meals because you're eating willy-nilly like a teenager, right?
0: I've been likening it to hydration because you can't just go all day and not drink any water and then drink eight glasses right before you go to bed and call it good. Like your body is going to be very unhappy. Also, it- you can't drink a
1: gallon on one day and then wait seven days and do it again.
0: Exactly.
1: I mean, I guess you could try, but good luck.
0: Don't do it. Don't
1: do that. It's dangerous.
0: <laughs> yeah, the answer is a little bit consistently. A little bit consistently. That's it. it is, and-
1: hey, we're full of unsexy answers. <laughs> Whatever question you have. Got an unsexy sexy. answer. Not sexy. Ooh, got Don't another one for your- you. Yeah, it's all the shit your grandma told you to do. Do that for 20 minutes a day.
0: (laughs) Boo. Are we friends on social media yet? Whether your jam is Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, or Facebook, follow us at Tidy Revival for tips and updates. So let's talk about a place for everything and everything in its place. Annoying proverb or helpful suggestion?
1: Yes, both. I choose both. Excellent. Oh, can I tell you how... I've thought about this one a lot because I find myself saying that to my kid and she's like, hold something up in mind. She's like, where does this go? I'm like, you know what? You need to stop. These rules are for you and it makes perfect sense. And I'm like, God, so, and I know we've talked about this privately, but I have fallen deeply down the hole of struggle care, the notion of struggle care
0: Mm.
1: and taking care of your future self. We're not middle-aged, we're future senior citizens. We're building those senior citizens now. I read this book called How to Keep House While Drowning. There's a woman, her name is Casey Davis, she's the author. She's on TikTok at Domestic Blisters. And so she has this little framework. And the framework is you pick up the trash, you pick up the dishes, you pick up the laundry, then you put things back in their homes and then you find homes for the things that don't yet have homes. I'm just gonna let you know, if you use that little five point framework in all your spaces, they're gonna be functional. Are you gonna go on a home organizing show with that framework? No. But are you gonna be able to find your stuff? Yes. Are you gonna have clean dishes? Maybe, because you're not washing your dishes, you're just putting them where they go, which is not around the house. I want to be the person that every single thing has a place. As recently as a few weeks ago, I was walking around the house annoyed saying, where is my Bluetooth speaker? Where's my Bluetooth? I'm walking around because we all use it. It's all willy nilly. And what I discovered in that moment is it doesn't have a home. So it floats. And then one of us is always annoyed at everybody else because when it floats, nobody can remember the last place they had it. So I took a basket, just a random basket. I put it on my nightstand and I said to my family, if you find any electronics that belong to me, put it in this basket. And for the last few weeks, every time I'm like, where are my headphones? I go to the basket first and about nine out of 10 times, they're there. Mm -hmm. I feel like a fucking genius.
0: You are a genius. You are a fucking genius.
1: I am more than 50 and it took me all this time to realize when things do have a home, you're more likely to find them.
0: One of the game changers around here has been the basket near my back door. And it's a cute basket. I got one that I really wanted, very cute. It's from the container store, Water Hyacinth Bin. But it has a beautiful label and it says GTFO because he's got to get the fuck out of my house. They belong to other people. That's all the basket is for. Things that need to go to somebody else's home. So whether that's, I don't know, a bag of food that I'm passing on to my sister's house, if I get something and we're like, yeah, I don't think we're going to eat that. I'm like, would your kids eat that? Because she lives five minutes away. She'll be like, yeah, cool. So things like that, just whatever it is. The thing that I borrowed from my mother-in-law that needs to go there, the Tupperware, But I wear, but I'm whatever thinking
1: you need one of those. And I want to put like all the like, where's your permission slip?
0: Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm.
1: You know what I do when I have permission slip or I have to bring something to the school office? I tape it to the front
0: door. That's the perfect spot for it.
1: Like right around, not even at eye level. Like my hand is going to touch it when I touch the uh, door handle. Thank you. The turny knob thing. Yes. The turn knob. It's the turn knob, the turn knob. knob. Then I hold it in my hand as I'm driving. So I don't forget when I get in the car or I'll tape stuff to my steering wheel,
0: but this get the fuck out box. I'm like, oh, could you, would you put like library books in there when you're done? You, you absolutely could. You absolutely could. And I was thinking of another example and I know you and I had talked about it, I believe more in a group setting, but I also know that You won't mind me talking about it. Is those homes for temporary items and library books fell into that? The library books themselves are always in and out, in and out, in and out. So it's one of those things where you're like, well, it shouldn't have a home because it doesn't live here. But the thing is, library books as a category do live at your house. And very specifically, your house, so very
1: specifically, they have an entire shelf in our dining room.
0: If they already have a shelf in your dining room, actually, what I would probably suggest is getting like a bookend and just having a, its own little like section, just labeling the shelf that just says like ready to go back or like back to the library, and then so it could just be like whoop and just have its own little section.
1: You guys, I'm a little flushed. I'm like oh, that's such a good idea. I'm like, Ooh, do I get a clear?
0: Do I get a clear bin and do that? You sure could. Those are the kinds of things you're like, oh shit, why did I think of that? It's just like the tiniest tweaks, tiniest tweaks.
1: What's the tiniest tweaks? It's like, what bugs you about your house? I always like to say that my family is allergic to flat surfaces, but it's that same concept of, they don't want to put it away because we are a very out of sight, out of mind household.
0: Yeah, lots of people are. You are not alone, my friend.
1: It's a thing now, like with the taping stuff on the front door, I think I might put a bin. We've a bin by the door to be like, these go back out. But one of the things that we have been doing too is all the things that do have homes that our child doesn't put back in their home by the end of the day, I collect those things and put them in a bin. And then when she's like, where's my blah, blah, blah. I'm like, for a job, you can get your shoes back for your, this, you can get that back. And I gave her a whole week of me just collect because, you know, I'm tired of saying do blah. She wears cat ears on a headband like every day. So cute. And yet every morning, literally every morning, she's like, where are my ears? I kind of want to staple them on your head, but I'm pretty sure I pick them up from inside the couch cushion next to your sock or behind the couch. Right. So it's like wherever I find stuff, I just put it in the bin. I'm like, for a home job, you may have your one thing that you ever wear in your hair that has a home that you just don't put it in there.
0: Also, things that can work well too are bribing children with screen time. How about you do 10 minutes of tidy and then I'll give you 10 minutes of screen time? You want screen time? How much do you want? Let's tidy up first. One of the things that we
1: just did right before I hopped on this call is we are going on our family vacation in a slightly different climate. We're leaving the surface of the sun and we're visiting the ocean in a very northern place. It's actually cold and foggy. And I was like, oh, we have to go through our California winter clothes, right? You know, long sleeve t-shirts and leggings that go to your ankles. So I just took all of her clothes that are not summer clothes and we went through each one. I made her try them all on, set up bags. She got rid of three bags of clothes. In like 45 minutes.
0: That's amazing. We already knew who it was
1: going to go to. And today we did that right before I got on the call. Pops, because he's the finisher, took them to our neighbor. So that little kid now has big girl clothes to wear. Amazing. We've been doing this summer of declutter and it is making this mama's heart go pitter-patter.
0: It's a good time. I mean, I'm a fan, but you know, this is my favorite thing to nerd out about.
1: You know what else we've been doing? We decluttered our books and we put them in the car. And every time we see a little library, I'll like, also there's a little library app and they will tell you exactly where they are, the registered ones. And so we just drive by and put a bunch of books in and I'll let her get one or two things. But so that we're having more of
0: a book rotation, we have a book issue in our home. It's not an issue. I was like,
1: in the way that we all are big readers.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for the so, record, Tammy is. I only know one other person that reads as much as Tammy. And oh, is her
1: name Julia Washington?
0: Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: But she's also a book also, collector, and I am not.
0: That's true. Well, but you have books. Oh, my, not lots, I have giant
1: stacks and stacks of books. And yes, I have books in every room. And yeah, I'm just saying for the amount of books I read versus the amount of books I own.
0: Yeah, that's true. Also, a fun book. Suggestion for anyone who lives in the Sacramento region who's looking to let go of books for adults. Capital Books takes books and donates them to local incarcerated folks to just promote literacy within the prison system. Are you
1: kidding? Capital Books on K? Yeah. I love that shop. I haven't been there. Oh girl. I have.
0: Yeah. Their owner's doing a lot in the community.
1: Okay, but much like my daughter, when I know where it's going, it's much easier to let let it go.
0: 100. Right? Yep. That's where we like to go through our books. My husband, he reads the classics quickly. And so that's where we take them. We had such a good conversation and ended up going a little long with this one. So we decided to make it a two-parter. Tune in next week for part two with Tammy Hackbarth. We're just going to pick up right where we left off, before I let you go, I wanna thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm really excited about this conversation. And if you wanna learn more about how I can help you, Head to tidyrevival.com to learn more about how I work with people one on one or in the course community. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe so you'll always have access to the latest episode. We would also love to hear your takeaways, so feel free to tag us at Tidy Revival on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok. The Tidy Revival podcast is written and hosted by me, Carly Adams, and edited by Brittany McLean title song Maverick is by Dresden the Flamingo. Until next time, remember you got this.